He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. Correction, a bonus New Music Friday edition of the Hall Pass brought to you by Time Out Bar and Arcade. Downtown Ames, the next level of arcade my old pal five finger death punch frontman ivan moody joins me via the laser hotline how are you sir i'm good i'm good how about yourself i'm gonna ask you the same question everybody asks me you still here how about that <laughs> you believe it it's good to hear from you man how you been <laughs> everything's good man everything's uh, rocking and rolling here in des moines iowa right right i know today's extraordinarily busy for you so i really appreciate your time oh, it's okay man i got time for you for sure New release Friday's headliner, no doubt, the eighth studio album from Five Finger Death Punch entitled F8. Funny story, before I became a radio nerd, Ivan, I was a meteorology nerd. Really? Yes. When I see F8, I think of the Fujita scale, which measures... Absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, my God. How is... Wow. Nobody's even caught on to that yet. I'm try, by the way, I'll try not to drop some F-bombs on you. I'm really excited today, so sorry. Oh, dude. Yes. No, me and Zoltan are huge astronomy and astrology fanatics. So, I mean, that is, wow. And, and uh, my hat's off to you, my friend. Wow. These are things I recall from college. I don't remember a whole hell of a lot, but uh, I do remember the Fujita scale measures tornadoes by how much they destroy. And currently that scale only goes to five. But I do think, at least for me, it's an interesting metaphor for five finger, if that makes any sense. So. It is insane that you mention that because I was actually, and this is a true story, uh, about a year and a half ago, I wanted to come out with my own hot sauce. And, uh, you know, they have Hurricane Ivan, and I just wanted to roll that whole thing. And because uh, I'm a fanatic, I like hot sauces. And Zoe came to the table, and he was like, we should have different levels of how hot it is, and we'll go all the way to F5. And I was like, well, we, if we're going to have it, we have to break the rules and go to F6. So it's, it's awesome that you caught on to that, <laughs> because most people would look right over it. I love it. Uh, I've heard this album described as a rebirth of sorts. Those are Zoltan's words. But in terms of the collective headspace this band finds itself in presently, and certainly your journey to sobriety contributed inspiration for some of the songs. And I know you're coming up on two years sober here in a week and a half or so. Congrats, by the way. Keeping up. Look at you doing all your homework. Oh, I don't know about that. I just, I know you, Ivan. I'm a fan of yours. So, well, I appreciate you. But yes, yeah, yeah. It's been a roller coaster, my man. I mean, again, you've been with me from day one, uh, and and you know, you know, that life has been life, and uh, it's an ever evolving, ever turning process. And uh, it was time for me to have a a transformation and, and to to either become what I had been and stay stagnant and just be content with the human being I was, which was never going to happen, or I I had to evolve and and take the steps that were necessary to not only be a better man, but to be a a better artist and and to really get back to my roots and and realize that uh, modification is is absolutely necessary in everything. So I appreciate you saying that, man. And my sobriety is a huge deal. I mean, that's Again, Zoe and I went at this with a, the idea of rebirth, the phoenix. Um, you know, I, I can't say enough how, how inspiring he's been as not only my musical partner, but as like a big brother to me and all of this. So uh, I appreciate you saying that, man. That means a lot. Joining me today via the Laser Hotline, an old friend, Five Finger Death Punch frontman Ivan Moody, discussing the band's eighth studio album, F8, which came out today. The current single, Inside Out, another number one for this band, which I bet never gets old. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the first three lines say it all. It's like, let's get it on. That's right. 
I know there's a cathartic benefit to opening up scars on a personal level and letting everyone in like you do with your lyrics. Is it always your first instinct to write from personal experience, or do those ideas vary for you? Oh, no way. It has to come from my core. I mean, I, I think that it, the second you go outside of that, anybody, you're trying too hard. I mean, I'm not anybody else but me. I always say this. There's no I in team, but there's one right in front of f***ing Ivan. <laughs> so I have to be true to myself, man. And so every lyric that pours from my mouth is, is something that came from my heart. It's just the way it's got to be. Five Finger Death Punch frontman Ivan Moody is my special guest. The band's eighth studio album, F8, is out today. Is there still a level of anticipation or relief or even nerves when a new album drops at this point in your career? I'd say this one more than the last three. I mean, this was something, like I said, I mean, this was a... How far have we come? How far do we plan on going? I mean, there were so many questions at the beginning of this this process that it was one of those things where it's like, guys, again, you know, where do we plan on going from here? It all stems from there. And uh, I, I just... God, I'm trying not to give you long-winded answers, my man. You know what? It's coming from the heart, dude. That's all I can ask. You know what I'm saying? Sincerely. It's so... No, this this whole thing was a learning process in the same token. You know, again, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I had to sit back and go, that doesn't feel right because it's not right, and then start over from scratch. And so I think every song on here speaks volumes and stands on its own legs, and I don't think there's one track on here I'm disappointed with. I can't say that about the last two albums. I think the last two records uh, were pretty much here today and gone tomorrow. There were definitely some tracks I'm very proud of, but I think all in all, they didn't encompass what we are or what I am. And I think that this is night and day from both of those. So I am sincerely proud of it, man. With each passing album, there are new wrinkles this band introduces. And as a fan, these are some of my favorite Five Finger Death Punch songs, if I'm being honest. And on F8, one of those songs is Darkness Settles In. What can you tell me about that one? Wow. Uh, well, definitely one of my top three on this one, and I'll tell you why. Um, in Recovery... Uh, anybody who's going through recovery who's been through recovery knows that we have these things called addict dreams or drinking dreams. Um, I was in a deep REM one night, and I had this dream about... I grew up in Colorado uh, near a whole bunch of railroad tracks, and, and I had this dream where I was sitting on these railroad ties, and it was just this glistening moon. It was beautiful. I mean, it was so vivid. And I looked over to my left, and my grandmother was sitting next to me, who to me was the biggest influence of my life. And she whispered something to me and the day. I could not tell you what it was. It struck a chord in me, and I, and I shook, and I woke up. And the second I woke up, those lyrics came to my head. I just started pinning them out in the diary I keep next to my bed. And then the melody fell into line. And I didn't know where it came from to the day I couldn't explain it to you. It fell in my lap. And I called uh, Kevin and Zoltan and Jason. I left them each a voicemail. And actually, the first verse of that song on the CD is the voicemail I left Kevin. Oh, wow. So Yeah, so, I mean, it, it really shows that how organic this record really is and, and the places it's come from. That's so awesome. So thanks for pointing out. I love that song, man. It's, so, yeah, that song is based around a drinking dream. <laughs> wow. So you're on the road again soon, approaching the daily life of a touring artist that's sober. Does it make you appreciate things a lot differently than what you once did? On all levels, 100%. I mean, there's not even a question. Um, I, you know, I was oblivious. There was a window there where I, I couldn't tell you some of the dates, some of the stages, some of the people. Uh, I have no recollection of certain moments, and it really was discouraging to me to know that I had come so far and done so much in my life 
just to basically fold and become everything that I hated. And uh, so it's a huge deal for me to get up there and remember every face in the crowd, to actually relive the moments as I'm singing the songs, to look to my left and my right and to see the musicians who were standing next to me and to know that I'm not done yet. I mean, and there were millions of people who could have given up on me at any given moment, and they didn't. And so that, to me, is, you know, it's the world and more. So, again, thanks. You're really hitting on some deep points today, my man. Well, um, we're very thankful as fans that uh, you've gone through this transformation and continue to. Uh, I know it's a, a struggle on the daily, but uh, the work you've done is inspiring others. Uh, you're not just doing it through your music. You're doing it through your actions and through your life, which I think is incredible. I appreciate that, and I'm glad people are noticing. I, I think that that's also a big part of my recovery is being very blunt and to the point with it and letting people know that I'm not ashamed. You know, if you, you dwell on yesterday, man, you're never going to see tomorrow clearly. So I appreciate you saying that. Of course. Before I let you go, a little off the beaten path here, but a lot of my listeners are asking about this Corey Marks collaboration that also features Travis Tritt and Mick Mars. <laughs> How did Outlaws yeah, and Outsiders come to pass? How did you become involved? That's a Kevin Chirko A-plus right there, man. Nice. Um, he actually was working with Corey, and, uh, of course, you know, he's doing some stuff with Mick, and he's been our producer from day one, also one of my best buddies. And he came to me, and he was like, I've got this idea. We had just finished Blue on Black, and um, he, he came to me. He was like, he knows my connection with blues and country growing up in Colorado. I was very connected to that kind of music. And uh, he was like, I think you'd be sensational on this. Come in and help me write some lyrics, and let's see what you can do. And uh, it literally was a no-brainer. I went in there. I think it took me and him a little under a week. And uh, when we sat back and listened to it, we were like, dude, this is vibe. You know, this is all vibe. So really, really cool to be a part of something like that, too, just outside of the box of what I'd usually be caught doing. And uh, very relatable for, for uh, my heart when it comes to, uh, you know, where I came from music-wise. Well, I hope you take this as a compliment, but I've always considered you to be a, a, a vastly or criminally underrated vocalist, and I think you've got some serious chops that you're able to show off a, a little bit of variety in this, and I, that's one of the reasons I love a song like uh, Darkness Settles In. So, oh, dude, that means a lot. Thank you. Uh, of I course, man, and, and I really appreciate your time again. I know it's a busy day today, and congratulations on F8. It's fantastic. My brother, welcome to the new order. We're not done yet. Love that. Hey, hopefully we get to catch up in person soon. Oh, for sure, man. I'll see you when we come back through there, brother. You take care of yourself, all right? Same to you. All right, be well.